We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All the way to 6.30. Phone number to join, as always, 877-337-6666. Got a great show for you. Uh, listen, a couple of really good games over the weekend. A couple of games that stunk, obviously. The Buffalo Bills not showing up against the Cincinnati Bengals. And then uh, all of your beloved New York Giants um, not showing up, not even putting up a fight, and kind of embarrassing themselves. On Saturday night is where we are. So allow me just to say one thing real quick before I bring Evan into the show. They could have lost that game by 50. For me, it doesn't change one iota the progress that this team made, the success they had this season, and whether or not Daniel Jones is your quarterback moving forward because he is. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, Kent? It's still embarrassing. Agreed. It still stings. Agreed. And I think for a few days... You look at this season differently. I don't. But eventually, yeah. I think you're right. Eventually, losing by 30, losing by 50, losing by 5, it doesn't make a damn difference. You lost to the Philadelphia Eagles again. But I do understand in the days following that, when they were a joke on national TV, they were. They yeah. were a joke. And, and quite frankly, I don't know if you agree with me, I think the New York Giants quit on defense. And that, that cannot happen. And they did. Julian Love just missed another tackle. Yeah. Adoree Jackson didn't give you that effort. I mean, you can't give up 270 yards on the ground when you got to a point where you know they're running the ball because they've got a three-touchdown lead. It's one thing to lose to a team that's better than you, and the Eagles clearly are, but I think there was elements of quit in that game Saturday night, and that should piss you off. But there comes a day, maybe it's already happened, maybe it's already happened today for Giant fans, where a loss is a loss is a loss, and it doesn't matter. So ultimately, I agree with you, but I could understand in the days following that train wreck, yeah. being pissed and embarrassed. Oh, listen, you should be pissed and embarrassed because you got embarrassed, and you got embarrassed to a team you hate and a city you hate. And you went in there, and I at least had configured a way and convinced myself not only that the New York Giants would at least keep it close like they did every other game this year other than one or two, uh, and uh, keep it uh, within a touchdown, but that did actually win the game 23-21. to 21. So shame on me for buying into the notion that the New York Giants, we've been in the same category talent-wise as the Eagles. They're not. Uh, and that was an embarrassment. But what a hell of a year, man. And uh, I can't let the embarrassment of Saturday night color my overall thinking about how great a year I, this was. I respect that. For me, yeah. I wouldn't be there on Monday afternoon. I'm sorry. Well, they play on wouldn't. Saturday. I've had two days. Okay, it's still not even 48 <laughs> hours. And there's so much crap from that game that would piss me off. This head coach, who is coming back and is going to be here for a long time, had one of his worst days. 
I'm sorry. Yes, he did. He was terrible. Between the decision, is one of a lot of guys no, that were I, terrible. I get, but he's the head coach. Okay. And throughout the oh, season, I thought you said the quarterback. I apologize. No, 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 I'm talking about the head coach. I apologize. I'm talking about Brian Dable. I'm talking about fourth and eight, because quite frankly, when they decided to go for it on fourth and eight, yep, we all knew the same thing in that moment. We all said the same thing, probably to our friends or by ourselves. The game is on the line right now. I didn't. You didn't? No, because I thought it was the right thing to do. Because what you learned later in the game, Mm -hmm. and what he must have known, I assume he knew, I don't know if he was asked about it today, if he was, we'll find the audio for you. He knew they weren't stopping the No, here's the problem with that. Let me criticize, because it's deeper than going for it on fourth and eight. They had a third and three right before the fourth and eight. Why, if you know you're in four-down territory, aren't you running the football again? I'm I'm aware of that. Because they decided to drop Daniel Jones back. Hello, Hassan Reddick. He beat the crap out of Evan Neal. Five-yard loss. Fourth and three is different than fourth and eight. You agree? Yes, 100%. And if it's fourth and three, we all agree he should go for it. But instead, they dropped the quarterback back. The pass rush, which was a beast all game and has been a beast all season, schooled the guy who has struggled all year. And all of a sudden, it's not fourth and reasonable anymore. So to me, it's not just going for it on fourth and eight. It's the play call. And it's the idea that the Giants got away from the run immediately. Their shot to win this game was to run the football down their throats. They didn't even give Saquon Barkley that opportunity. No, nah, because it was, uh, the game was out of control. No, I disagree. Well, the game's out of control at 7 nothing on a 3rd and 3? I think it felt that way. To, I, again, I didn't hear Dable today Hold yet. Hold The game's it. out of control down 14 nothing when you have the ball at midfield. And instead of running on first down with Saquon, Daniel Jones is throwing a brutal interception. Game's out of reach. Game's out of reach. No, yeah. after the pick it is. Yes. It's game's only over. a few examples I know because it's early. They needed to run the football to beat that team, and instead, Daniel Jones got sacked twice. Look, I think the biggest mistake they made was deferring and setting up a possibility. You can't predict it, of course. That the Eagles would do what Minnesota did, go down, score a touchdown on that first possession, and then hoping that you could match it like you did in Minnesota with the Saquon Barkley run. But here's the deal: we could color it any way we want, and none of what you said is wrong. They weren't as good as the Eagles. They're no not doubt. as good as no the Eagles. Doubt. No, I agree. You're t- we're talking about a team that, for the entire year to the very end, was not even questionably correct, correct, correct. the class of the conference. I completely agree with you. But if you're going to pull off a big upset, and this would have been a big upset, right. you've got to be flawless, especially early. You can't let things get out of hand. Yeah. And those things I cited, and you could say it doesn't matter, they were going to lose anyway, you're probably ultimately right. Yeah. But early in a game, you have to keep this thing close. And dropping Daniel Jones back on third and three was a disaster. Going for it on fourth and eight was a disaster. Jones's interception was a disaster. And before you could even, like, drink your first full beer, yeah. though I'm a very slow beer drinker, you're getting your asses kicked. Yeah, and then it's a wrap. I mean, at no point was it even competitive, and I started doing the mathematical gymnastics in my head about, well, if you score a touchdown here, or if you get a turnover there, or if you get a three and out. But here's the thing that bothered me the most, and it wasn't the performance of Daniel Jones. It was the Giants' defense. Yeah. Because we've come to rely on the fact that Wink Martindale is as good as as it gets as a defensive coordinator. They had Xavier McKinney on the field. They had uh, Dory Jackson on the field, a banged-up Ojolari, and they were as if they were a minor league operation. Julian Love missed 150 tackles. And he got beat on the second play of the game. The tone was set. Xavier McKinney slipped and fell on his ass on the Dallas Goddard touchdown. 
So right, right out of the gate, two of the guys you just mentioned, yeah. they set the tone. And that, to me, that was more disappointing that they didn't put up a fight against the Eagles offense. I'll give the Eagles offense obviously a lot of credit. They've been very good all year. But, man, it's like the defense, and here's the problem. When during the week videos come out of you dancing at practice and uh, playing music at practice and lollygagging at practice and uh, being extremely confident at practice, and then you play like that, that pisses fans off. And I also thought, and you could throw this out and say, come on, they're getting their butts kicked, they're not as good. I thought they started to quit, dude. They got punched in the face. I think you're probably saying the same thing with different words. No, I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. Quit's a strong word. And yeah. may, but the effort level just didn't feel there once they yeah. were down 14 nothing. And you mentioned the culprits. I mean, Julian Love was a good giant. And I don't know if this game should change the way you and view on a lot of guys. contract's up now, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I, that was the worst game he's played as a giant. Yeah, I think there's a lot of guys that would probably take that. It may not be fair for this one game to kind of define one's career here, but it's a playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles, and Julian Love played as badly as we've ever seen him play. Yeah, well, listen, we got a lot to do today. I want to get right to all your calls. You deserve to vent and to be heard. I, for one, I'm I'm not a giant fan, neither is Evan. And while we're eventually going to get to the same place, Evan will just get there a few days after I get there. Uh, to me, it doesn't take away at all from a, a playoff win against Minnesota, making the playoffs, the realization that you have a very good coach, you've got your quarterback, and a lot of other things. And I think uh, as much as it stings right now and it hurts and you're emotional about it, I do think at some point, whether it's today, tomorrow, whenever it is, you will look back and say, wow, the New York Giants gave us a nice run and a glimpse of what we should start expecting to see, to, to see more of, which is playoff football. Yeah, I think we've had experiences with this in other sports where you have a good year, a surprise year, and it just ends in such pathetic yeah, fashion. The Knicks against Atlanta two the years Knicks ago. against Atlanta, yeah. my team against the Sixers in 19. The two basketball examples are like the freshest because I don't think the Yankees have had an example like this or even the Mets. Like, where you just are non-competitive. Right. Where you get blown out. And then all of a sudden, boop. And I'm telling you, just from experience, and I think you're the same way with the Nick end of things. At first, you don't want to hear, oh, it was a great year. No. You'll get there, and it takes everybody a different amount of time to get there. For me, it's a couple of weeks. For some Giant fans, and I respect this, maybe you're already there. Well, look, it's easy for me to get there. I'm not a Giant fan. Sure. Right, so I have no emotional connection other than I wanted them to beat Philadelphia. Yeah, outside of that, I'm over it. Uh, and I can see it maybe from a less emotional uh, standpoint, because I've got nothing vested in the Giants. I also want to apologize. I will accept your apology. You've been very douchey to me lately. I made a very passionate plea to Giant fans that they should find a way to go to Philadelphia. That it would be so incredibly special if you ever beat the Eagles. It'd be an all-time great moment. You should really go down there. If anybody took my advice and dropped hundreds upon hundreds of dollars Thousands. to go to that dump of a city... And sit there with those people when you knew five minutes in your season was over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I know that it's just words. What does it mean? I'm sorry. If you listen to me and you did that, I apologize. I feel better now, Craig. Well, it's not about you feeling better. It's whether or not the fans want to accept the apology. Well, I'm sorry if you don't. Like, I, you know, what more can clear. I do? You don't apologize for yourself. <laughs> You're apologizing because you hurt other people. I hurt other people, and I'm yes, sorry. Yes, that's exactly what you did. Best thing Big Mac did was not go to the game, by the way. Oh, you ain't kidding. Right? At what point during kidding. the game were you like, thank God I'm not sitting there right now? Uh, even though the tickets were free and all yeah. that. At what point were you like, ugh, 
The interception. The interception, yeah. not till then. All right. The interception, and I'm like, this that kind of wrapped it up. Oh, for dude, that you're was quick. the game. To yeah. me, that was the game. You're the opposite of quick. I would have said it was over on the fourth and eight play. That was it. Yeah, that I, was it. I, I liked him going for it, but I I, I respect I your, your, your opinion on it. But I, I liked it, and I think, listen, regardless, get it or not get it, the Giants would have had to have played a perfect game from that point on. And what we learned about the New York Giants in this particular game is that wasn't on the table. I, I don't know why. Is it because uh, Philadelphia shut the water off in their hotel the night before <laughs> the game and then claimed that a pipe burst, which is a story nobody's believing? Or was it something else? Who the hell knows? They ran into a buzzsaw, which is why Maybe. never disrespect the number one seed. They got there for a reason. Maybe we des- maybe maybe we need to give the Eagles more credit than we were giving them a week ago. You were, not me, you were pounding your chest about Sirianni's never won a playoff game. Jalen Hurts has never won a playoff game. He's probably still hurt. That was you, bro. And maybe you shouldn't have done that. Perhaps I shouldn't have. <laughs> but I got to be a big boy and stand by and take whatever verbal or internet beating I've, I've taken all day today. <laughs> and keep it coming. I got no problem with it. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Like I had one guy reach out, you know, uh, yelling and screaming at me on Twitter. But here's the problem. Every now and then I have a free five minutes. And when you attack me on Twitter, I might decide to do, oh, I don't know, a little research into who you are. Uh-oh. When you are the backup women's basketball coach at Cabrini College, (laughs) all right, and you lose to teams like Scripps College that nobody ever heard of by double digits, damn near 20, I might ask the question if the young women you coach deserve better. Wow. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Let this be a lesson. If you go after Craig, you better make sure you got no skeletons in your coaching closet. All I'm saying is every now and then I have an extra five minutes of my day to go take a look at who you are. And if you don't want the smoke, you know, stay off of Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Let me find this guy. I got the guy's name here somewhere. Wow. Ah, yeah, it's funny. But, like, I I do it all in good fun. But uh, there's some people who are very, very upset. They're either a Cincinnati fans or they're Eagle fans. Well, you may get your nightmare scenario. Oh, that, that would, by the way, I can't have that. I cannot have it's that. It's very much on the a table. Philadelphia Cincinnati Super Bowl very much would there. not be good. I just can't wait to hear how you rank the four remaining quarterbacks left in the postseason. That'll be tomorrow morning. Yes, I can tell you who's not coming in first. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. You're a giant fan. There is some good news, though. You uh, you didn't lose at home to uh, Joe Burrow. You didn't uh, lose at home uh, to anybody else. You lost on the road in a game. You were a touchdown underdog. You expected to lose, and you lost. And uh, you enjoy the playoff win, and you recognize now you've got some guys that got to get signed. You've got some business decisions to make. They did say today, Evan, at the press conference, uh, both Joe Shane and Brian Dable, that uh, they want Daniel Jones to be back. Daniel Jones is their quarterback, recognizing that there is now a financial, you know, kind of you know gymnastics they've got to do. Uh, but you know, he is their quarterback, so that may be lip service at the moment. Obviously, not knowing if they want to have an interest in someone else, but I think we'd all—I think we're all on the same page—that it's highly unlikely that Daniel Jones is not the returning quarterback. It makes sense for both parties, not just the Giants, but for him. Yeah, I mean, you don't think he, after all the different coordinators he's had, different coaches he's had, and now he's had very good player success, individual success, and team success. Why would he be in a rush to leave? Now, obviously, it's a business. Someone offers you more money, you're going to leave in all likelihood. But I think in a perfect world, Daniel Jones is going to want to figure it out here. And same for the Giants. Because even if you don't believe Daniel Jones is your long-term answer, where are you going? Look, I don't think his deal's all that difficult. I think it's uh, they're going to want three, he's going to want five years-wise in that ballpark. And then it just comes down to really, like everyone else now in the NFL, uh, how much is the guarantee? Uh, you know, I, could you see them signing him to a four-year, $100 million I, deal? I, I could. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just do you have outs? Are you able to escape after a couple of years? What's the dead money if you want to move on? There was one part of the press conference, and I'm I'm wrestling between it being a huge warning sign or it just being Joe Shane not answering the question directly and it not being on purpose. He was asked point blank, can you win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones? Okay. And he w- just wouldn't answer it and went to this, well, you know, we'd like to have him back. Right. <laughs> was, right. So I don't know if there's something to read into that or if it's just, ah, it was well, just an awkward answer to the question. I think the answer is no. Today we can't, but not because of Daniel Jones. Like, we've got to upgrade a lot of positions on this team. And like I told you when I got the job, this is going to be a process. Like, we're going to break it down and try to win and then attempt to start building yeah, it back up. I, I do. I think like, that's probably the most uh, truthful thing he said. I do like the fact that when they were asked both Dayball and Shane, are you close to Philadelphia talent-wise, they admitted that they aren't. They're not. They know the deal. They yeah. know that this team, on a lot of levels, I personally start with the linebackers, but I understand people starting with wide receiver or improving the offensive line or corners, wherever you want to start. That's up yeah. to you. Uh-huh. But they got a lot of work to do, and it's nice to hear them realize that he, and admit that. And here's the reality. Two years ago, the Eagles were in a very similar spot. They were a bad football team. They got Jalen Hurts. No guarantee he was going to blossom into the guy he's become. And through some very shrewd moves and trades, uh, they were able to develop a quarterback, and they got the right guy because clearly Jalen Hurts is a stud. 
And in doing so, they also built really talented guys around him. They also had a ridiculously embarrassing playoff loss, the yeah, one from right. a year ago against right. Tampa. And they obviously were able to turn around and yep. inflict the opposite pain yeah. this year. In so their there, first there is game. a blueprint that it doesn't take five years, ten years anymore. But you have to, you need the right guy making picks. You need the right guy making trades. And then you got to get the right quarterback. I think most Giant fans agree after this year that what Danny was able to do with the guys he had, that if you you can now kind of imagine, hey, a little better offensive line on the right side, right? A wide receiver who's legitimate, not Galladay. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden we can become pretty I, good pretty quick. I think what's daunting is that the Philadelphia Eagles are not an NFC West team who you see once every few years. They're in your division. Yeah. They're in your backyard. And they're not going anywhere. Yeah, but we're going to learn how good they are this weekend. But that doesn't matter. I don't care about what happens this weekend. I'm talking about next year. Well, the Giants have to play them. Yes. They have to deal with them in the same division. Yeah. Whether they win the Super Bowl this year or not, that's irrelevant to the Giants. you got to beat them. Yeah, I think part of it also is that, I mean, no, you're right. I'll stop That's it. all I you're mean right. by you're that. Right. I mean, you play them twice every year no matter what. And you don't want a situation where it's Jets-Patriots. Where you have one team that just dominates the That's division. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, and you have to get through the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. And they know that. Yep. They have to get to a level where the talent's close. And right now, the talent's not close. Doesn't mean they can never get there. Right. Things can change in the NFL lightning fast. You brought it up. But that's the team you're going to have to get past. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Jets are like, oh, maybe Josh Allen's not that good. Maybe if we get a quarterback, all of a sudden it's not... We're not going Patriots for two decades, Bills for two decades, and then we have a shot... Maybe we learned a little something about uh, the future of Josh Allen without Brian Dable in his ear. They got their ass kicked. They got their asses handed to them at home. But you know you know the side story coming out of that game, right? What? The fact that the referees tried to help Buffalo and they said Jamar Chase did not control that touchdown late first half? Because that was a joke. I'll do you one better than that. That's also a fumble by Josh Allen. His hand ain't coming forward. Yes. I thought they made two calls that were anti-Cincinnati. That's because they needed the that Jamal game. Chase catches a catch all day, every day. Oh, no doubt. That took four points off the board. And uh, later in the game, when uh, Allen gets sacked, they kind of sandwich between two guys, and uh, he's hit as you know right before his hand comes forward. That is a fumble all day. Mm. And they gave him that call, too. Yeah. They tried. And you know what? Didn't matter. They got their butts kicked. Well, you know what? I'll tell you in a little bit. I'll tell you in a little bit the other side story coming out of Buffalo that is actually very interesting to me. It's fascinating. Mm. It involves a conspiracy theory. Oh, who doesn't love a good conspiracy? That's right. I love it. Here's uh, Mike in Saverl on the fan. Mike, what's going on? Hey, guys. Love the show. Thank you. Um, I am not one of these giant fans that's sitting back today, Monday, after the week playoff weekend, saying that, oh, yeah, we're going to be good next year. I'm very satisfied with this season. No, I'm not one of those guys. Future looks bright. Yeah, maybe. Right. I'm, I'm pissed because it's effing Philly. Yes. I don't want to lose to them ever, no matter how talented they are. And we've laid down. Um, I got to go back. I'm an old-timer. I, I, I took my dad to the 1981 playoff game with a dozen friends, thank God, uh, at that crap hole, the vet. <laughs> and uh, we had the worst seats in the house. We're up against the wall, top 
of the stadium. But you watched well, them win a playoff game on the road. That's right. <laughs> and and we didn't get any beers thrown on us because nobody can throw up hill in that crowd. That's smart. Ah, there you go. Smart thinking. Well, look, I, I feel your pain, and I respect it. He's not going to get over it like you were saying earlier. Uh, for a while, not because the Giants didn't hey, play well, because they lost to Philly. I, I just also know how I am when my team loses. I don't like this cuddling act. This, oh, it was a great year if someone would have told you in August. I always tell you I hate that crap. I hate hearing about what someone would have told me in August. At some point, you can have that discussion. At some point, you'll feel that way. But not now. Because when you get to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs... You're thinking big. We were here last yeah. week. Everyone's thinking big. They can beat the Eagles. You thought they could beat the Eagles. Oh, my God, this is 07 all over again. Then you get spanked like that, and you watch your defense quit on the field? Yeah. And you're supposed to say, oh, gee, golly, it was a fun year. Yeah, that's the only thing I didn't see coming. I thought they'd compete, and they didn't. They gave up. They quit. Whatever word you want to use. And that was not what this team was all about. And I go back again to that damn video that came out last week of them dancing at practice. You didn't see a single one of those videos the entire regular season. Not saying it didn't happen, just saying I didn't see that video, right. which they put out themselves. That, to me, was like, uh-oh. And then you also had the coach pulling a Todd Balls with that punt late third quarter, early fourth quarter on fourth and six. What the hell was that about? Right. And I understand the game's over. It's 28-7. to seven. That's not the freaking point. How many times have we said that about Todd Balls? Where you quit on a field. Where you say, yes, ah, we're done. You so acknowledge well. the game was over well before the final whistle. You're that right. was one of the most asinine things I've seen. Now, that doesn't mean Brian Dayball isn't the coach of the year. He or didn't have a great right. season. But you're still allowed to criticize individual things that make no sense. And that made no sense. Well, I mean, right. You go for it on fourth and eight, down seven. You don't go for it on fourth and six, down three scores. That had to piss you off. I don't care what giant fan you are. You're watching that, and you're still hanging in there down 28-7, trying to do the math contortion on how you can get back in the game, like you said. Yeah. And you have your coach on a fourth and six from, like, your own 45-yard line say, yeah, let's just right. plug it back to them. I think, yeah, I think he was trying to speed up the clock. I mean, you're in a, you know, it's almost like a youth sporting event where you go to the ref and say, look, we're down by 30, we're not coming back. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Like no, like, no one else knows how much time is left <laughs> except for you. Like those, that, that was the old soccer thing in youth soccer. It's like nine nothing. Yeah. Speed it up. Yeah, let's go. Come on. And then the kid's <laughs> like, "Hey, coach, that was a fast second half." Like, yeah, yes, it was. <laughs> All right, C is in Hamden, Connecticut. C, how are you? What's up, fellas? What's going on? How are you, buddy? Not bad, Craig. You're the man. Thank Ev, you. I got a little problem with Ev. I mean, you're the best. You know, you're good at what you do. But you, could you take it easy on the Giants? All right, we had a good year. We knew we were going into Philly, get smoked. Been a Giants fan since '84. The talent level is way better than our squad. But, you know, you're comparing Todd Bowles to Dable, the guy's pressed all that the right That one decision, that one decision yeah. was yeah. Bowles. Yeah. Come on, Evan. Evan, 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 Evan stop. Yeah. Listen, i got to be honest with you. I'm not, who's the, the big, Craig, who's the, who's the, big, who's the bigger uh, giant hater? Is it uh, Evan or Gio? Here's the, the, here's the difference, though. See, I, I, <laughs> I, I swear to you when I say this, and you don't have to like it. You yeah. certainly don't have to agree. I try to talk about all these teams as if I would talk about my own. And when my team gets embarrassed, and I've got receipts on that, I don't come on the radio and try to tell you a lullaby. I don't do that because I get pissed. No, no so if you that. wanted knew, me to pretend. No, no, not yeah. everyone did. The guy sitting next yeah, to me thought listen, they'd listen, win. Like I said, I've been a giant sit fan since How did 84. I get I respect. See. It was way better. See, hey, no, I respect the, the crap out yeah. of that. 
I know yeah. how I would feel because I've done it when my team loses. I'm not going to act yeah. different because they're a different team. Yeah, that's not being that, a hater. That's that being real. He did. He lost one of the best safeties in the game all year. He yeah, he sucked in the divisional ah, round. And if you want lullabies, on. go listen to some giant podcast. I'm not going to give that to you. You stayed up all night. Couldn't wait to get to the bastard Giants. Okay, you you can hear it in your voice, brother. I see when my team when my team. When my team loses, and I could bore you with examples, I destroy them. I destroy them because I'm pissed. So I'm going to treat you the same way I treat myself. Otherwise, then I'm a fraud. What what was our expectation going into this year? I hate that. Bro, I hate that. I know you hate that. We want a playoff game. Great. That's fantastic. I'm going to treat the Giants the way I treat my teams because I'll never forget this, and it pissed me off. When the Nets, and I know that bores you to death, but I want to show you I'm real. When the Nets got destroyed by the Sixers in Game 5 in the same possible way as 2019, Beningo came on and said, you should be proud of your team, and they had a good year. And I said, cut the crap. They went to Philly and got their bleep packed, and I wasn't throwing bouquets at anybody. So I'm going to treat the Giants the way I treat the Nets and the way I treat the Mets. That would annoy me. Now, you have a right on Monday to say, oh, this was a great year. I've never done it with my teams, so why would I pretend and be a different person for your team? That would make me a phony. Question for the audience, if I may. Got your bleep packed? Yes. Not quite sure I know what fills in the bleep there. <laughs> uh, if you can help us out, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to want to know. Um, you got your bleep packed. I'm thinking of a curse word. Got it. Oh, a curse word, but I'm trying to think of what curse word goes in front of the word packed. That's what I was concerned with. Now, I happen to be a big fan of dessert. I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I like fudge. On my ice cream. Hot fudge. Yes. Uh, I'm just wondering uh, what word goes before packed. Did I mention one of those words? <laughs> just so I just want to make sure we're on the same page because I've never heard that term before. I think I've used this term before. And like, I like rock fight? It's, <laughs> yes. it's very similar to rock fight. Got their bleep packed. Yeah, I'm not sure what that, what's that mean. Bleep packed, yes. They got their bleep packed. Yes. Something got packed because it was so bad. Something got packed. It got just packed up. That's right. That is a new term I've never heard Sometimes before. when I get excited. Yeah, you make up terms. I make up terms. They went to Philly and got their bleep packed. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, maybe Philadelphia's like that. I don't know. <laughs> now, in regards to who the biggest giant haters are on this radio station. I'm not hating the giants. If I may. Crap. Okay, go ahead. If I may. But I'm not. There's you. Oh, there's uh, uh, Brandon Tierney, <laughs> there's uh, Gio, and there's Norman. Of the four of them, Big Mac, I'll go to you. How would you rank the giant hatred uh, or negativity that we've uh, been uh, laid witness to over this football season amongst yeah, those four? I, I, it's got to be Gio, right? After Gio's that, number that, one, you I say? Mean, the screaming fit where he literally yeah. tells us but all But was that kind of like Sean Morash flipping a table on camera? Yeah. Was that well, kind of you know like part of the show? I stand on that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you believe that's manufactured. Your words, not mine. On what? The uh, the the video feigning, you know, disappointment and anger, uh, well, and flipping a table, that kind of thing. If there was no camera, does it, if there's no cameras, the table flipped. 
If a tree lands in the woods and no one hears it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know exactly. I haven't seen this video, but I can't wait to watch the manufactured video <laughs> yeah, that you're you know, claiming just, to be walks, So everyone's just sitting there dejected, and he gets up, walks over, flips the table. Was this indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. outdoors. It was outdoors. a cool outdoors. outdoor party. Yeah, yeah. looked like a, like a good scene. Was that oh, the, uh, the party you had at uh, your place, Tommy? No, that was not the party at my house. That was in Sean Marash's backyard. I thought you invited Sean to your house. Uh, I did. He politely declined Because he had Sean. people at his house. Yep. Uh, I respect that. All good. How did uh, your bougie foie gras butler waitress service party go? Food was amazing. The game sucked. It was morbid. How it was horrible. The, how did the party go? It was horrible. It wasn't a party. It how was, was like it a, a good party? Being at a funeral. I mean, you're drinking, you're eating, right? You have your friends there. You can't make uh, the most out of that? Not really, because you want to get into the game, and they didn't give yeah. us anything. The second half was like basically both teams yeah. wanted to get out of there. It was, it was, very, it was very, that was a tough game to watch. Exactly why I want entertainment to, exactly why I wanted to be alone. Nah, I'd that's be, right. I'd be yep. miserable at that party. I'd be useless. I'd be no fun. It'd be like, well, who brought the stick in the mouth? Come on, really? Like, yeah. you can't drink and have a good time no. and play beer pong after a bad yeah. loss? No. After the game, we had more fun. During yeah. the game, was yeah. awful. Yeah, but Big Mac, you could have thrown over a table in disgust. I could have done something like yeah. that, sure. No, no, but he's saying he couldn't have because he doesn't have a camera. <laughs> I'd have to wear I could have put a uh, a table on my like, front porch. Like, what do you need? You need, like, a ring camera to, or something like that? I should have done that. You should have. <laughs> I should have. Was there anything else near the table, or was the table, did it suddenly appear outside on camera with nothing on it? I it, think there were cups on the table. Oh, were there? Yeah. If did there was appear, food on it, he wouldn't have flipped it. Did it appear like the table was being used for the party, or did it appear to you, because I've not seen it yet, that the table was merely a prop for throwing purposes. Yeah, I think he put it there for prop throwing purposes, but okay. I mean, I can't tell you people didn't use it as a real table, not okay. knowing his ultimate scheme. It appears yes. it appears as if it had red solo cups on the yeah. table. All right. And so they were all set up. I'm not sure if they were filled or not. And then it gets flipped, and all the red solos oh, I see fly it now. everywhere. I yeah. see it. It, ju- it, it looks just like they're at the a, uh, a tiki bar. Yes. So he's got a real nice setup. Is that his house? Yeah, that's his backyard. Well, that's a beautiful setup. Dude, that's an awesome there. setup. If he gave me an invite, I would have considered that he's, one. He, he's got a, uh, I will tell him this, He's uh, he's got a fire hazard waiting to erupt. He's got a tiki bar out back, and he has one of those gas uh, like patio uh, heaters. That's that that tiki bar is gonna go up in flames. It's dude. possible this was his parents' house. They have similar setups with the yeah. bar outside. This may have been at his father's. Well, it looks like a very nice. It looks like yeah. a lovely party. He's got no, it does. It looks a bunch good. of guys sitting outside in Giants jerseys and Ranger jerseys. He uh, does go out back. There are solo cups on the table, and he does flip it. My problem with the video is that the video somehow seems to focus in on him as if it knows it's gonna happen. <laughs> that being said, you can't have. A propane space heater, outdoor heater, under a thatch roof tiki hut, that's going to catch on fire. I know I'm the only one who's thinking this, and I apologize. I'm just looking out for them. You should tell them. I apologize because you're going to hate me saying this. Am, am I the only one wondering who the 82 is? Like, what is he wearing? Is he wearing a Mario Manningham, a Daniel Bellinger? Like, what is that? I think it's Manningham. Uh, oh, he's, wearing, uh, he's wearing an 82. Uh, Those are the 82s I remember. Mario Manningham. Well, I don't remember how big a guy he is. Big guy. Yeah, he's a big, thick guy. Big, thick and guy. And I feel bad. All the guys at the bar are miserable sitting there. Nobody's eating any of the food that people took the time to make. Looks like you got some ribs, some cutlets. Yeah, everyone's just sitting there all upset. And I like then, the idea of having the party outside. You're almost in that football weather. I like that idea. And they got a, they got a hot tub out there, looks yeah. like. Or like an above-ground pool, maybe that is. It's a pool. Is that a pool? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's Dude, that nice looks awesome. That is a good outdoor football party setup. Outdoors. Yeah, but I'm and telling braving you. the elements, even with the heater. Everybody bundled up, wearing their hats. It's like you're at the game. Yeah, they're going to have a fire there, though. That really concerned you? I'm very concerned about that. I've had space heaters, and I've had a tiki bar. They don't go together. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, someone should let him or his folks know you got to be careful with that. You know, I know everybody wants to stay there. Apparently, they don't want anybody inside the house. So everybody wants outside the house, which is great. It's you know, almost it's as if you're in Philadelphia. Like yeah, you're <laughs> exactly, exactly. It reminds me of what Minko used to tell me. The great John Minko told me he watches football with the windows open because he wants to experience the elements. <laughs> Who's the true story, John Minko? Yes. I, uh, uh, Very I, famous. Have the windows open? I like uh, that. So elements. that's actually, that's Marash's backyard, not his family's. Because yeah. yes. uh, he put out a video where he's wearing like a wrestling mask, uh, tailgate rocket in my backyard. Boy, an hour later, he's tossing tables. <laughs> but that's the anger you want to see. You got embarrassed. What are you supposed to say? Be tell lullabies to each other about how yeah. happy and how great the season was? Come on. Yeah, no, no. Listen, you should be. You All should be I know upset. is this, and be honest in answering this question. If the Jets shockingly made the playoffs and got embarrassed by the Patriots in the postseason after yeah. winning a playoff game, I don't care what the expectations were, yeah. would I come on the air Monday and talk about how magnificent of a season it was? I would. Well, you I, would, I would because I see uh, the world differently than you. I'm a but positive guy. No, no. I respect yeah. that we're very different. I would never do that. I'd but be, I'd be so happy we won a playoff game. We're on the right track. Not the Monday. We've got the right leadership. Not on Monday. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just saying. And I, by the way, I respect that, which is very, very different. Yes. I will never come on after a loss where my season ended and try to weave positives in. Eventually yeah. I will. Like right now about the Mets, I'm good. But right after they lost to the Padres. You were not good. Was I good? No. Shut up. No, you had a good shut up. Take you some time. Thank you. Take you some time to get over your losses. That's right. That's right. Well, you should tell your parents it's good news for when they die. Like, yeah, it's going to take you a couple weeks to get over it. Yes. But you will get over it. It's going to take more than weeks. It's well, months. I mean, how would you compare the loss of a relative to uh, your team being out of by I'm the Patriots? I'm still not over the loss of my cat, Freedom, when she passed away. Well, you should have thrown her out the car window in Staten Island. That's not what happened. Yes, it is. That's not what happened. Oh, by the way, you want to hear a crazy story real quick? Sure. About Devontae? About Devontae Smith? Or about Devontae your rooster? No, about the rooster, oh, the rooster named right. after Devontae Smith? So three times Devontae was uh, taken out to a place where Devontae would be free to live in the wild. Devontae came back all three times. So then Devontae was taken down the street because there's a uh, like a farm area. Mm-hmm. So Devontae was uh, taken out middle of the farm and left in the middle of the farm. My son, who took Devontae to that farm, then ran back to his buddy's car. Unbeknownst to my son, Devontae started chasing him back towards the car. <laughs> he gets in the car, all good. Finally got rid of Devontae. They drive down the street. They make a U-turn. They come back up the street. Doing about 35 miles per hour. Devontae decided to go into the street. Oh, no. They hit Devontae. Oh, my God. I didn't see this coming. Head on. Oh, no. How's Devontae doing? So, <laughs> the rooster that we've been trying to get rid of got hit by the guy that tried to get rid of him, my son. Yeah. Damaged the car, dented the car. How's Devante doing? Devante goes flying. Oh, jeez. Now they don't know where Devante is. Three days later, we find Devante on the side of the road. Perfectly fine. Really? He's now back in the coop. <laughs> 
The car took more damage than Devante did. He's back. You can't get can't Oh, you rid felt of him. bad for him and you brought him back? I didn't. Someone else did. But uh, the good news is that Devante, today's Devante's last day on earth. What? Devante is going to be eaten tomorrow. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's where that was the decision Devante's that was made. Devante's got nine lives. You can't finish him off now. Dude, imagine getting rid of a chicken and then hitting the same chicken with your car. Isn't that a sign, though? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a sign? Yeah, of... he's the devil. That's the sign. <laughs> That's the sign. So, uh, yeah. Devontae, uh, today will be taken to a place where he'll be eaten tomorrow. You don't trust that he's learned his lesson? Uh, no, no. Okay. He's are a you, violent, aggressive bird. Are you going to bring in pieces of Devontae or no? No, I, no. I we're giving it to someone who's going to eat it. Oh, someone else is? Yeah, so we're not going to do that. I won't, no. I mean, I would, but no. The family won't eat it. I don't know. I mean, I've no. I could cut the thing and bleed it out. Oh. I don't know how to do the feathers and all that. Oh stuff. god. Yeah. I mean, that's how you kill a chicken. How else do you think you kill a chicken? I just I try you hang to it upside down. You slice it. I try to imagine it not happening. Yeah, I mean, they, I know they what bleed out. You feather it and then you cook it. Mm. Yeah, that's what you do. That's awful. Anyway, that's the update on Devonte. Wow. <laughs> wow. You ran him over, <laughs> and now you're gonna eat him. But the car part. Like, you couldn't have seen that coming. That's nobody's fault. And, of course, I came home and said, why the chicken crossed the road? And that was not well received. Uh, 877-337-6666. More uh, your calls coming up. Uh, your reaction to the giant loss. Does the manner in which they lost the game or just the loss itself, considering who you lost to, does that jade your opinion on the season. For me, it doesn't. For Evan, it does in the moment. For now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.